0: Hi, I'm Alan Watt and this is CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com Today, it is Friday, the 30th of March, 2007 It's been, and I'm sure it's for everyone these days, a hectic week I get so many phone calls, so many emails And I can't, to be honest with you, even keep up with the emails, it's impossible and I try to red flag all the ones I, I want to reply to and I can't even keep up with them the, uh, there are so many topics concerning the scientific system we're living under today with the spraying in the skies the modified food the killing off of the bees which isn't surprising because they've been dying for years actually because of the modified food and the spring and all the mites that are brought in in a form of warfare because we don't need the crops anymore in North America because under the NAFTA in the free trade agreement the precursor to NAFTA it was pretty well decided that places like Chile would be the breadbasket and that's where the money has been going To build up the big agri-food businesses On top of that we have the weather Warfare ongoing uh, Worldwide And for the last week or so Ten days they've had Tremendously heavily, heavy, heavy Spraying in Texas Which is a sign Of storms being built up I've watched it happen here last year And you can actually Tell by the, the kind of shades of the spray especially the darker ones uh, that they're building up a storm and sure enough in comes the high winds and tornadoes and Texas is going through that right now the major media naturally won't talk about it because we're supposed to believe we're causing it and all panic and think my goodness it's global warming we've got to stop using gasoline and and move into these compact cities and be ruled by experts who will save us all That's the shepherding techniques that are being used So many topics But I will be going into some of them But not hanging on them Because there's enough talk show hosts out there Covering all this stuff I will be going into the bees though Because that's very important And I have a lot of information on that I've been watching that for the last ten years almost Tonight uh, and today, I was talking to so many people from different countries in different states of acceptance, knowledge, waking up various degrees of calmness to panic. The ones who tend to panic are overwhelmed by what they see as this tremendous powerful organization that rules their lives I generally tell them that this has happened before in history there's nothing new in it except the sciences that are being utilized and the massive tax base they have to create weaponry and and to create all the spraying material that's a lot of material to spray over the skies worldwide and the HARP technology which is in lots of different countries working in unison it's not just in the Alaska this is war on the public to make us all terrified believe it's our own fault and be allowed to be guided into the the new sheep pens called habitat areas where we can be handled more efficiently for those at the top you know the psychopaths the, the big clubs of psychopaths that rule the world and have done for quite some time the staggering part when people wake up is to realize that all those people and all the propaganda that have been told to to respect are shysters that's the staggering part because the, the, the propaganda has been incredible incredible from childhood onwards and if your parents didn't know, then you won't generally know. Propaganda is nothing new. In the old days, historians were employed and paid for by kings and their courts to write glowing reports on the histories of the said kings. You'll find this even in Egypt. When Egyptians would lose a battle, uh, you'd, you'd find initial records of them losing but later records of them just like Orwell's 1984 were rewritten to say that he'd won or that he was generous to his enemies and didn't kill them all and decided to go home uh, lots of different stories they would, they would put in there to always make the king appear to be a a very generous a superhuman type being the techniques of control over the minds, having studied by psychopaths for thousands of years. Today, they call them institutes and institutions that study the, the populations. They keep their pulse on the public. And in all ages, all types of governments, which are always run by the same types, you see psychopaths that want power, they, they imply thousands of spies to uh, keep their pulse Keep the pulse of the people So they know what's going on They know the mood of the people They know how far to push them How far to tax them uh, How far to stress them If the people get, get edgy or antsy you, you, you create a war To take their minds off things So that you, they, they stop complaining about government and, and demand that the government save them These are all very well understood Very old techniques of control For those that would like to look into some of these techniques You could do no better Than to look into A readily available book And there's different editions On Machiavelli Machiavelli Was An advisor To royalty In his own day And just like Bacon They would write these little uh, really, resumes to kings and queens of different countries sometimes to show their insight into managing the populace and how and what the then they would actually say because they understood psychopaths understand normal people very well. They, they they don't understand why they're like that in other words what they feel but they understand how normal people react to all different kinds of situations therefore they know what the people want to hear as well they can head off overthrows of governments and so on by keeping the the, the people's pulse and feeling it and heading the people off at the pass diverting them through crisis management and, and such this is all old stuff which we're seeing rehashed today on a grander scale Uh, with an international group of all the top families that have risen up through the psychopathic ranks of the elite and with all their different um, educational institutes and, and degrees and so on the top psychopaths are all at the top managing us like a herd of cattle and we shouldn't be surprised at the ongoing propaganda and those who have gone into the studies of the past will recognize it's the same techniques being replayed over again so that's my little babble there for an introduction it's been a long week this is an introduction to Machiavelli this particular book was by Max. Uh, he gave that introdu- introduction. Was Max Lerner, the Prince and the Discourses, the Common Discourses, and this was uh, the Modern Library College edition. I have older ones, but this is readily available. And it says here in the introduction. The structure of the book is division into chapters, and even some of the chapter headings follow the conventional form of what has been called the mirror of princes' literature. The discussion of how to rule conquered territory, what advisers a prince should rely on, how he should conduct himself among the intrigues of diplomacy, whether he should depend mainly on fortified castles or entrenched camps in warfare but the intellectual spirit that pervades the book is quite another matter here we are in the presence of something little short of a revolution in political thinking the humanists who had written books about princes had written in the idealistic and scholastic medieval tradition they were written by theology and metaphysics Machiavelli rejected metaphysics theology, idealism the whole drift of his work is towards a political realism unknown to the formal writing of his time now it's interesting even this author says the formal writing of his time he's he's, he's telling you that it was understood because there's a formal history given to the public and the informal given to those who take over as advisors and rulership and so on uh, the exoteric and the esoteric He goes on to say here I say unknown to the formal writing That does not mean it was unknown to his time See there's an admission of that right there Machiavelli was expressing the realism That characterized the actual politics And the popular ethos of his time And at least for all times I'll go into just one chapter here it's a book well worth reading if you want to, to see how well psychopaths study and understand the, the public. This chapter is chapter 16. A people that has been accustomed to live under a prince preserves its liberties with difficulty if by accident it has by become free if by accident it has become free you see it's not when you become free you think you're doing it's, 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 it's only a bloom once in a bloom when there's actually an accident you, be, you, you come free for a little while because most revolutions are led by the same boys who, who realise they must go into hiding again but still rule from behind the scenes he goes on to say many examples in ancient history prove how difficult it is for a people that has been accustomed to live under the government of a prince to preserve its liberty if by some accident it has recovered it as was the case with Rome after the expulsion of the Tarquins and this difficulty is a reasonable one for such a people may well be compared to some wild animal which although by nature ferocious and savage has been as it were subdued by having being always kept imprisoned and in servitude and being let out into the open fields not knowing how to provide food and shelter for itself becomes an easy prey to the first one who attempts to chain it up again now I'll read that little part again the last part because we read things you see we're taught not to understand what we read it's a, it's, a, it's a system we're taught learn A, B, C and repeat after me but don't think about it so he's talking about the people who might have become free through an accident he says they can become sub- subdued again easily by those who become easy prey to the first one who attempts to chain them up again so the psychopaths, you see there's always different psychopaths up and coming They live amongst us There's a deviancy around us, within us And the psychopaths are almost a separate species No, they're not reptilian uh, they, they simply uh, happen to be born into families at the top who are inbred to be psychopaths But we also have this fluke at the bottom as well Where occasional person is just simply born that way It says the same thing happens to a people That has not been accustomed to self-government For ignorant of all public affairs Of all means of defence or offence Neither knowing the princes nor being known by them It soon relapses under a yoke oftentimes much heavier Than the one which it had just but shaken off So you, you can actually think you're fighting for freedom Only to go under tyranny And a worse tyranny than you had before Because of the leaders that are supplied this difficulty occurs even when the body of the people is not wholly corrupt But when corruption has taken possession of the whole people Then it cannot preserve its free condition Even for the shortest possible time As we shall see further on Well, he's talking, he knows, you see, Eventually it becomes so corrupt in different periods in history From the top, that everyone below them emulates the ones at the top And that's taking as the normal Until you have a completely unworkable, inhumane society of predators feeding upon predators until nothing works anymore and this has happened all down through history because the psychopaths always step in very quickly when the people have just thought of won some kind of freedom and they work and form their clubs and their little masonic groups etc and start taking it all over again and therefore our argument is a reference to a people where corruption has not yet become general, and where the good still prevail over the bad. To the above comes another difficulty, which is that the state that becomes free makes enemies for itself, and not friends. All those become its enemies who were benefited by the tyrannical abuses, and fattened upon the treasures of the prince. the previous one, and who now being deprived of these advantages cannot remain content and are therefore driven to attempt to re-establish the tyranny so as to recover their former authority and advantages that right there he's saying, you see, that that when you have other corrupt nations too they're all feeding off the the general public of each other because they all have alliances and for some strange reason the people just manage by accident to overthrow the tyranny for a little while those other countries which are corrupt and like the old tyrannical prince or government uh, they'll come after you and try to get you back in again under their thumb because slavery is what it's all really about Uh, the the predators must live off the slaves even if the slaves think they're free this reminds me of the United Nations the the big club of where all the the world tyrants um, are or they they put their front men in to, to speak for them under always good terminology of helping and the people and the saviour of the world And when a country does manage to go take its own route out of them And go somewhere else, they call it a rogue nation They want them back in the fold Get the rogue back Or kill them It's the same old stuff all over again A state then, as I have said, that becomes free Makes no friends for free governments bestow honours and rewards only according to certain honest and fixed rules outside of which there are neither the one nor the other and such as obtain these honours and rewards do not consider themselves under obligations to anyone because they believe that they were entitled to them by their merits besides the advantages that result to the mass of the people from a free government such as to be able freely to enjoy one's own without apprehension to have nothing to fear for the honour of his wife and daughters or for himself, or well, they used to have marriages in those days. All these, I say, are not appreciated by anyone while he is in the enjoyment of them. For no one hmm. will confess himself under obligation to anyone merely because he has not been injured by him. Thus it is that a state that has freshly achieved liberty makes enemies and no friends. And to prevent this inconvenience and the disorders which are apt to come with it, there is no remedy more powerful, valid, healthful, and necessary than the killing of the sons of Brutus, who, as history shows, had conspired with other Roman youths for no other reason than because under the consuls they could not have the same extraordinary advantages they had enjoyed under the kings. So the liberty of the people seem to have become their bondage In other words, the the, the psychopathic inbreds at the top get fed up uh, When they lose any power at all And uh, their lavish lifestyle And uh, their arrogant uh, arrogant lifestyle And turn over the people They resent it naturally When they're, they're removed So they conspire to get back as fast as they can Whoever undertakes to govern a people under the form of either republic or monarchy, without making sure of those who are opposed to this new order of things, establishes a government of very brief duration. It is true that I regard as unfortunate those princes who, to assure their government to which the mass of the people is hostile, are obliged to resort to extraordinary measures. For he who has but a few enemies can easily make sure of them without great scandal meaning get rid of them but he who has the masses hostile to him can never make sure of them and the more cruelty he employs because they always know this to go through the steps of of tyranny and yelling at you and imprisoning different people to terrify the public so they use cruelty that's standard and the more cruelty he employs the feebler will be his authority become So that his best remedy is to try and secure the goodwill of the people So here's the con, you see Try and secure the goodwill of the people The same tyrant, you see Although I have departed in this discourse from my subject In speaking sometimes of a republic and sometimes of a prince Yet I will say a few words more So as not to be obliged to come back to this matter A prince then who wishes the goodwill of a people That is hostile to him I speak of such princes as have been tyrants in their country should first of all ascertain what the people really desire and he will always find that they want two things this is is, is stuff written in the middle ages and yet it was knowledge from sciences which were thousands of years old it's always been passed down what do people want? it says One, to revenge themselves on those who have been the cause of their enslavement That's always the case And and that's again another trait they can use Because they can blame someone else and you'll attack them And the other, to recover their liberty The first of these desires the prince may satisfy entirely And the second in part Now this is important, he says And the second in part because obviously if you want you to stay in charge and rule over people, you can't give them liberty. So you give them the appearance of liberty. As to the first, the following is an example in point. When Clearchus, tyrant of Heraclea, had been banished, a dissension arose between the people and the nobles of Heraclea. The latter finding themselves a the feeble of the two resolved to recall Clearchus. And having conspired together, they placed him in opposition to the popular faction of the people of Heraclea, and thus deprived the people of their liberty. Clearchus, finding himself placed between the insolence of the nobles, on the one hand, whom he could in no way content or control, and the rage of the popular faction, on the other hand, who could not support the loss of their liberty, resolved suddenly to rid himself of the importunities of the nobles. And to secure to himself the goodwill and support of the people. Availing of a favourable opportunity, he had all the nobles massacred to the extreme satisfaction of the people. You see, that's what you'll find again in history. Psychopaths can be tremendous uh, allies. I hesitate to call themselves friends, but they're allies with common causes when they're all benefiting. And yet, they're all well aware uh, that each one's a fox. And they're all well aware, too, that they better, they better play very, very quick games if they're going to survive when times get bad, because the, the ones who are slightly higher than them will have no problem at throwing them to the people as a cause of all their problems. So, availing of a favorable opportunity Had all the nobles massacred to the extreme satisfaction of the people And in this way he satisfied one of the wishes of the people Namely the desire of revenge But as to the other popular desire That of recovering their liberty The prince not being able to satisfy that You see, they will never give you liberty (laughs) How can you have a prince living a lifestyle like that And and, and, uh, give the people freedom at the same time you see that the system itself based on money, status, class which comes from it all is Babylon that's, that is the tower you can't fix Babylon and have it all at the same time you can't keep parts of it, not down parts of the tower when the base itself is faulty and corrupt the foundation is corrupt that's why we keep repeating the same system over again over, over time it must. the crooks must always rise to the top in the system it's called success so not being able to satisfy that you should examine the causes that make them desire to be free so here you are you couldn't give them liberty but as to the other proper desire that of recovering their liberty the prince not being able to satisfy that should examine the causes that make them desire to be free Make them desire to be free This is like a, this is a real psychopath here Showing all sides of things They understand this perfectly What makes the people desire to be free? And you will find that a small part of them Wish to be free For the purpose of commanding Whilst all the others Who constitute an immense majority That's, that's the people Desire liberty so as to be able to live in greater security. You think the people are not understood? This is old stuff. This is old stuff that, that that's never really old because it's always used in all ages. So immediately the psychopath looks at the people once he's massacred off all these other crooks and survived and is still in, in charge but he immediately looks for those new psychopaths that haven't had power before but lust after it and he recruits them from people below to fill the gaps you see for in all republics however organized there are never more than 40 or 50 citizens who attain a position that entitles them to command as this is a small number it is easy to make sure of them Either by having them put out of the way, meaning bump them off, or by giving them such a share of the public honours and offices as, according to their condition, will in great measure content them. The payoff, the access to the public purse, because that's the only wealth there is, is, is what's given by the public. They want into the honeypot. Now here's how he talks about the rest He separated the psychopaths without saying so this Those who wanted command, to crave command That's who he meant And here's what he talks about the rest The others who only care to live in security Are easily satisfied by institutions and laws That confirm at the same time The general security of the people And the power of the prince when a prince does this and the people see that by no chance he infringes the laws I should surely put uh, or appears to, uh, they will in a very little while be content. He's talking about the masses of sheep, you see, and live in tranquility, that's his words. An example of this is the kingdom of France, where there would be no security but for the fact that the king there has bound himself by a number of laws that provide for the security of all his people those who organized that state wanted that the kings should dispose of the army and treasury at their own will but in all other matters they should conform to the laws the sovereign therefore or that republic which fails from the start to secure its authority should do so on the first occasion as the Romans did and he who allows the opportunity to pass will repent too late not having done what he should have done In the beginning The Romans being not yet corrupted When they recovered their liberty Were able to maintain it After the death of the sons of Brutus And expulsion of the Tarquins By means of such laws and institutions As we have treated of above He's talking about the techniques that were used But if the people had been corrupt right, Right down through society Then there would have been no sufficient remedies Found in Rome or elsewhere, to maintain their liberty As we shall show in the next chapter So, yeah, in so many words it's, it's showing you the techniques Of appeasing the great unwashed masses As they call the public When the corruption, as it always has Done through the ages, becomes so corrupt when there's just too many of the, the, the psychopaths at the top to feed, uh, and they have bottomless pits for pockets, and nothing, eventually everything comes to a standstill, and people are ground into poverty through taxations and and so on. And the whole book, really, of Machiavelli, as it's called his Discourses, I call it his resume, because that's what it was written for, was to show. Sovereign countries and princes and governments that he was up for sale with his knowledge of humanity and how to control them. Nothing new in that, that was done in all ages. I see Francis Bacon did the same thing. And everything is written in such a way that there's always two ways of looking at what he's saying one for the psychopathic's point of view where they can utilize the knowledge and the one that would appear to the public to be what politicals do uh, politicians do they they give us speeches saying all the right things saying all the right things the things we want to hear tell them what they want to hear and that's a book which is well worth studying it's quite fascinating for those who want it in modern English You can get the versions without problems at all It's always good to go into earlier Translations Because all Like all books Are rewritten and Censored in parts As time goes on Especially when it has to do with real accurate knowledge And especially again When they want the same boys are in control again and want to withdraw the knowledge from the public so that we're dumb stupid and wonder what on earth is happening and they wonder why they can't pay their rent or their mortgage and all the other fees, they call them fees now, all these extra taxes so that you can now do something legally whereas if you didn't pay a fee it would be illegal so it's amazing how money rationalizes everything and changes everything, isn't it? now, I know this can be difficult to follow especially when I'm trying to cram a lot in to one hour or so but until we understand this this technique of controlling people and the types who crave power The abnormal types This is uh, We'll never get it fixed out and Because it keeps repeating itself It can always be expected That the same types will get into power Over time Even if you started from scratch And this is well understood Well understood By those who do it Like Freemasonry All the founding fathers of the US Understood this They said that we could become corrupt because, and, and they should know because it was a psychopath like themselves often who, who wanted power, who craved power, always for a popular reason. And remember what I just read in the previous chapter about how the people often end up under a worse tyranny than the one they'd thrown off. Sometimes it takes a while to wake up to it. In page 231 is an interesting little chapter And yes, please bear with me, it's difficult to go through for most people It's not a, a nice, easy-going novel In today's dumbed-down language And minimalistic thought But it's very important to understand these little things these are. This is a sort of stuff which advisors are taught advisors of presidents and prime ministers the world over are taught this kind of stuff they bring in in historians that's why they always have uh, famous historians attached to governments like Carl Quigley He he was an advisor to governments or Arnold Toynbee the people of Rome having recovered their liberty resumed their original rank in the state and obtained even more influence than before by means of a number of laws that confirmed their power. It seemed reasonable, therefore, that Rome should now enjoy a period of quiet, but experience proved the contrary, for every day there were now new dissensions and disorders. And Titus Livius had had most judiciously given the causes that produced these. It seemed to me proper to quote his own words where he says, The pride of the people, or of the nobles, always increased as the opposite party was humbled. When the people kept within proper bounds, the young nobles began to insult them, and the tribunes could do little to prevent it being themselves outraged. The nobles, on the other hand, although they felt that their young men were too insolent, yet seeing that the restraints imposed by law could not be observed, preferred that they should be transgressed by their own party, rather than by the people and so this party game you see is part of the technique of psychopathic personality and thus the desire of liberty caused one party to raise themselves in proportion as they oppressed the other and it is the course of such movements that men in attempting to avoid fear themselves give others a cause to fear or for fear and the injuries which they ward off from themselves they inflict upon others as though there were a necessity to oppress or to be oppressed in this we see one of the modes in which republics are brought to ruin and how men rise from one ambition to another and we recognize the truth of the sentence which Sallust put into the mouth of Caesar that all evil examples have their origin in good beginnings That's a very important little statement there All evil examples have their origin in good beginnings That's what all politicians know They say what you want to hear Where they can have evil intent behind themselves The the ambitious citizens of a republic Seek in the first instance, as was said before To make themselves sure against the attacks Not only of individuals, but even of the magistrates because magistrates themselves are just another group who form clubs and start to make laws to enable them to do this they seek to gain friends either by apparently honest ways or by assisting men with money or by defending them against the powerful and as this seems virtuous almost everybody is readily deceived by it and therefore, no one opposes it until the ambitious individual has, without hindrance, given, grown so powerful. This is very important because this is also relates to certain families, you see. Until the ambitious individual has, without hindrance, grown so powerful that private citizens fear him and the magistrates treat him with consideration, mean, meaning groveling respect. And when he has risen to that point, no one at the beginning having interfered with his greatness, it becomes in the end most dangerous to attempt to cool him down, for the reasons I have given above, when speaking of the danger of trying to abate an evil that has already attained a considerable growth in a city, so that in the end the matter is reduced to this, that you must endeavor to destroy the evil at the very risk of sudden ruin, or by aligning it to go on submit to manifest servitude you see that's the bottom line this is written by a guy who understood this because he was psychopathic himself unless the death of the individual or some other accident intervenes to rid the state of him for when it has once come to that point that the citizens and the magistrates are afraid to offend him and his adherents that's his club, his group and you could relate this to certain groups in the US and in Britain without any problems whatsoever for when it has once come to that point that the citizens and the magistrates are afraid to offend him and his adherents it will afterwards not require much effort on his part to make them render judgments and attack persons according to his will Uh, they'll just condemn you as a terrorist or whatever they wish you see for this reason republics should make it one of their aims to watch that none of their citizens should be allowed to do harm on pretense of doing good and that no one should acquire an influence that would injure instead of promoting liberty of which you shall speak more at length in another place we have dynasties running the world who have coteries of advisors steeped in Machiavellianism and all the other isms written by the same types down through the ages advisors to kings queens and all types of governments they employ them to always look ahead as to avoid their problems and make it easy sailing for them they know how to distract the public they know how to terrify the public and just how much to terrify the public how to divert the public's attention through wars away from those that are uh, being tyrannical at home and these are old sciences old sciences and yet as I say the Tower of Babel has a faulty foundation because none of these characters, these advisors will touch on the the foundation of money because no one could rise above the next if they didn't have the money to pay off or to employ their personal guards Praetorian guards or anything else they want to call them they need money to do it in the public purse Marx was quite right and so was Lenin they knew because they were trained by bankers and and funded by them that the power of the purse is what controls this system you can never rectify it really or alleviate the suffering and the misery caused upon people worldwide until this faulty base is eliminated it can only repeat itself as people crave power it's not enough to get through life for a psychopath they want power over others they want acclaim they want to go down in history they love to have buildings named after them and streets named after them and statues put up A megalomania Is what they suffer from And there are different degrees of it The megalomania can take the form of acquiring degrees Or honorary degrees or titles And honorary awards And all that kind of stuff That's all to appeal to the ego Other ones get more ambitious And they want to go through wars At at the head of army Well they never go to the head of the army Except that it's been rewritten They'll sit in the rear But uh, they want To be seen as some sort of victor Because their nature Is a natural Thing which children have And some adults manage to retain it It's part of a an intuitive self-defense mechanism a preservation mechanism where often if you neglect something at your peril an image will flash in your mind and a child often who is half hypnotized half the time will be unable to remember afterwards if it was real or, or not or imagined but something will push itself to the fore Because the subconscious is trying to tell them something. That's where symbols have their their prime origin, from the unconscious to the subconscious to the conscious mind. And a long time ago, I I thought about what they meant by a, a a Satan character, an embodiment or personification really of all evil poneros as the Greeks called it and when you look at gods or devils it's no coincidence they have human attributes because they take the streams from one to the other of human attributes and project it onto their deities Uh, devil characters Satan characters have all the cunning always all the cunning on their side you'll notice the the trickster Uh, that which can deceive and play a chess game with you as the pawn without you being aware that you're even on the board that's the cunningness we're talking about is the cunningness of the psychopath who's very quick and agile with their mind it's a gift they have if you want to call it a gift they don't have to work at it it's, it's there this can be reinforced through character training by their own elite families so that they don't give the game away they know how to play the game and what the public expect to see and hear well they can still play the game and be very quick On the bottom end of the same spectrum The same types you'll find The con man in the street Who has his 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 various kinds of um, Cons Going on His his stings And the trick with a good Con man is to pull people in By giving you, You give a format initially For a person to perceive You know how they're going to perceive it and then you help but you don't lead but you help to lead them along the, the, the process that a normal human, human being will go through as he tries to figure something out until at the end the person is stuck and says my god I've been swindled when it suddenly hits them they've lost everything and they can't figure out how on earth they managed it because they were played all the way through by a psychopathic con um, or woman and it's no different at the top except they have they're born into powerful families of the same type who run the world through money and through taking money which just represents your labour as Marx and Lenin both said or as Charles Galton Darwin said in the next million years we are forming a more it's always been slavery, he said We are simply forming and creating a new and more efficient form of slavery Well, you see, it's here It's here, it's called democracy All that's on the front of it looks good It would have uh, appealed to Machiavelli as a very good pretense A facade For the public, it says all the right things Sounds good until you look at what runs it and the old adage comes in well who benefits and it should also say who suffers and to beware of those who promise you all the good things and bring you to a worse ruin than you had before Another way to say it is The road to hell is paved with good intentions But it can only be paved with good intentions If the suckers are willing to walk along it We have to be aware Of the evil That hasn't just appeared In our midst It's been here for an awful long time And I've no doubt it was psychopaths Who first invented Money, and even before money, the weighing of certain things like gold or silver. How else could it take over an entire system and run people cleverly, so cleverly, as slaves until you have a system? of what they call progress where guys like Charles Galton Darwin says that it's always been a slavery system and they brought us to this what he claimed was a, a more sophisticated form where we were trained from birth that we're free there isn't a government in the world today that doesn't have its annual scandal of millions or even billions off whatever currency they use, It's all a con anyway, going missing, and they have their inquiries, and we go back to sleep, and no one's punished, and it's accepted the big honey pot where the bears get into the the taxpayers' money. The problem is today. With the advisors and the sciences And the communication between themselves We have a world elite The big club Who understand all of the things I've been talking about Who've known for a long time That they, they would take us to this stage of Basic exploitation And They knew they would get to a crunch Because as I say they hire professors And The best historians who will tell them, well, you know, if you go on like this uh, you can't keep it, you're just going to collapse so they're prepared for it and they hope this time to put the cap on it all and save themselves any more problem about appeasing all of the little people as Machiavelli says, all they, all they want, you know, the rest the rest, you know, those little people, the rest all they want is peace and security as though that was a secondary thought or an afterthought so they're well aware of where they've taken us all and they planned long before we were born to one way or another either lobotomize us, drug us or, as I say, implant something in our old brain box to save them the problems of pretense the acting that goes on all the time the propaganda Uh, And all the distractions they must allow us to have The the sports and all this stuff That we're supposed to be fascinated about Yon And so they don't plan in falling this time Yet down through history They've always been kicked out one way or another When it got too bad But they never stop They start with their little secret societies Because they recognize each other They know they must cooperate with each other They know they still have the same money system And that's the key That that cannot possibly exist And have a just society at the same time And they work away quietly Until they regain power again and as Machiavelli said there are about certain ones who become rich and powerful until magistrates, your whole legal system is terrified of them the public are terrified of them and it always leads to the same ruin for the people people have to start pointing out and pointing to the corruption when you expose psychopaths they have nothing left to fall back on when you say the king has no clothes you burst the bubble of illusion and respectability and propaganda yet this has to be done because the big boys mean business they've published what they want to do with the public we're watching a world police state being formed it's not been for, it is formed, it's here we're going into this incredible Orwellian system which again is already here. All data on everything that you do has been collected. As you prattle on about Muslims and Islam, so that uh, wraps it up pretty well. I've had about three trains go by. If you, if you if it sounds disjointed, it's because I have to pause everything as these chains <laughs> chains trains from China come through with all their masses of. Plastic goodies and things to for the stores to go on sale for the weekend, probably across the country. Most people floated through that whole era of their industry going to China and thought nothing, nothing of it. It just happened by chance. Didn't realise of all the planning it took forty years to, of negotiations and intergovernmental and inter. Business organisations to, to all formulate that And train too in the West All the engineers from China were trained in the Western universities Nothing happens by chance We just float through it And the media doesn't make a big deal out of it So people don't think about it We worry about what we're told to worry about And are diverted into sports and entertainment And the latest Silicon Babe And that's supposed to be the topics For the that are presented and, and should be talked about by the little people down below. So, I advise people to who are serious to read the works of authors such as Machiavelli. You'll be able to relate much of what you're, what you're seeing today to what he puts in his book because it's the same repetitive techniques over and over that you're witnessing today only in a much grander, larger coordinated worldwide scale and then you be less frightened of things which you understand we're always afraid of that which we don't understand when you understand things the fear tends to dissipate and we should never be afraid or be allowed to be you cannot live in fear that's not living at all So there's a hurried blurb Between lots of phone calls And I hope you get something from it Have a good weekend From my dog Hamish And myself This good night to me, your God, or your Gods Go with you (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.
1: palma antes de morir me quiero vencer mis